At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, episode number 451. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is my company's senior SEO, Scott Fanak. Oh, uh, it's hump day. How's your day going? My day's going well, I guess. I don't know. Busy. <laughs> um, good. It, it, we'll just say it's a good day. It's a good day. It's my meetings day. So I'm, it's a bit exhausting. By the end of the day, I'm like, okay, done. Thank God. <laughs> well, that just means you're a few hours away from cracking a nice bottle of wine and sitting out on the deck or whatever. I wish. Yeah. I'm going for a workout, but that's okay. That will that, feel good too. That is the opposite of what I just recommended. <laughs> yes, it really is. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, after sitting this long, it does feel good. Absolutely. Okay, so let's jump into some quick sort of SEO news. Why don't you take it? Yeah, yeah. So the first one, just a little reminder, if you're interested in SMX Advance, it kicks off in two weeks from today, which is actually when we record our next episode of the show. So, well, what unless we it? do another one. Uh, SMX Advanced, the no, SEO know, conference. People don't, people don't know what that is. Oh, okay. Well, let's get into more detail. So, <laughs> so it's a, it's an online conference that will teach you all the advanced stuff of SEO. So it used to be an in-person conference. Now it's all online videos and seminars and lectures and all that stuff uh, talking about everything SEO. And I haven't actually looked at the schedule to know what they're talking about, but it's going to be the usual stuff. There's going to be a lot of AI chat, I'm sure. Mm. There's going to be a lot of talk about uh, Google Analytics 4. Um, most likely, there's probably going to be a lot of that, a lot of stuff about that. But they also have sessions on pay-per-click and organic SEO. And uh, I think they do some social media seminars or sessions sometimes. Um, just all things SEO, uh, no matter who you are, if you are a website owner, business owner, you will find some value in there, especially now that it is free. This is the second year they've had it for free. Um, so I guess thank COVID for that because it was very expensive before. It was. I used to get and, it cost a mint to get in there. But absolutely. It was, it was the only one that I went to that I found worthwhile as an SEO because I actually was challenged with new ideas, which was a, I came back 
going crazy and bugging the hell out of Scott going, look, we've got to do this. We're going to do this. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, and I would just be like, I've got other stuff to do. I'm busy, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> not, not exactly, but close to but, it. But, but now it's great because it's free. You can go and just pick up a couple sessions that interest you and you don't feel guilty about missing other stuff. Right. Whereas when you're paying a couple grand, you have to sit through every single one, whether you want to or not, because you got to get your money's worth and you'll learn something from all of them anyways. So. Yeah, it, it is advanced, though. They're not going to be shy about that. They're not going to um, go back to the basics on any of this stuff. It's meant for people who are already in the industry. Um, so I don't think that means you shouldn't try it if you're fairly new. Just understand that you don't, you'll really want to be careful which, which program you pick. Um, there'll be some that aren't extremely advanced. But yeah, the idea here is to push the envelope and and show off your skills as an SEO, or in this case, it's search marketing. So it could be another thing's pay-per-click, all that stuff. Uh, it's going to, uh, it's really interesting. And if, if you don't go, if you're fairly new to all this stuff, uh, suggest it to your SEO or your tech person in-house. Maybe they can learn something from it. Um, there are other uh, conferences as well throughout the year that are also online and free or very inexpensive that will perfectly suit anyone who's starting out this just happens to be the i think it's really the only well it's not the only one but it's one of the only ones in the whole year that are really just targeted for advanced users that's pretty cool yeah so check it out uh the link for registration is on the will be in the show notes or you can uh, uh find it easily if you go to searchengineland.com they've got links all over the place right now for it yeah and this next bit i you've got to take i want to take it but you got to take it it's just too funny you Found the example here. So. Yeah, so I was on Search Engine Land, and just today, Search Engine Land launched their beta chatbot. It is being dubbed as the first AI chatbot for search marketers. Um, and I wasn't necessarily going to talk about it until I did a test, and then I thought, no, I have to talk about it. <laughs> and I'll just preface this with anything you do, not only with this, like I don't, you know, all the AI chatbots, all of that stuff. If you're looking for any information, you're trying to get code generated, you're building content, check over it first before you do anything with it, before you take it as, you know, truth, because I just did a really simple query. I said, uh, what happened during the last Google update? You know, fairly simple. I thought maybe they'd pick something from maybe the reviews update or something in the last few weeks. And SearchBot gave me a whole bunch of stuff. I, I won't read what SearchBot says, but it references Panda and Penguin and stuff that goes back a long time. And, uh, it, but it says like, it's not a normal update like Panda or related to Panda. Uh, and then it talks about how it affected major news publications and all this kind of stuff. And I thought, what? Was there a news update recently? I didn't even know about this one. Okay, this is good. This chatbot's working for me. So then I just asked to follow up. I said, when was that update? And uh, SearchBot said, uh, first of all, I'm glad that it connected my previous message to my yeah. time request. That was good. Um, and it said the update in question was reported to have taken place Thursday, December 13th, 2012. So yeah, there wasn't a news update. Well, there was, it was just 11 years ago. So if I hadn't asked that, if I hadn't followed that up, I mean, I guess in my case, I, I would have figured it out pretty quick, but somebody might've been like, oh, there's a big news update going on. We need to read, you know, they, you might dive into it, but obviously I don't need to do that. So um, a great example. Salt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everything's a grain of salt with AI right now. And and, and and search engine land does say it is beta and you know i don't i'm not trying to come down on them as saying your your chatbot sucks um i'm just saying you know if you use chatbots 
be cautious because they're all going to be wrong from time to time or maybe more often than not really and it's just kind of a fun thing to try and and see how it works and see where how it doesn't work um our our jobs are secure still for the moment at least until next month yes <laughs> till gbt4 Point five or five. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably launch July first. We'll be out of work, but we'll get to enjoy our summer very thoroughly before yes. we have to worry about it. So thoroughly, thoroughly. <laughs> All right. So introducing Microsoft Fabric. This is their competitor to Google Analytics, which I just love. I love the idea that again, I'm not a fan of Google or Microsoft implicitly, but I love that there's more competition. Anyway, this is their competitor to Google Analytics, and. Uh, to quote it, Fabric is an end-to-end -end analytics product that addresses every aspect of an organization's analytics needs, uh, unquote. So we'll see what that actually means. Um, I don't know whether or not it will be very well adopted, but at this stage, uh, I think a lot of people are just probably going to be excited about another another player in town, especially if it's free. Well, the, the interesting, yeah, the interesting part about this timing, and I'm sure it's no coincidence, is you know GA4 is becoming mandatory in a little over a month. Um, Universal Analytics is ending, so you know for some people now is the time to switch if you really want to consider switching or or have both set up and see which is better, and maybe you stick with one over the other. I don't know. Uh, I haven't used Fabric yet; it only just launched. I I only learned about it today, and I don't know a lot about it yet. But I'm sure. Uh, you know, I want, definitely want to see it set up on a, a few sites and and compared to GA4 and it's brilliant timing. Yeah, I mean, li literally, like if if because Google Analytics four, which he said called GA4, um, if when it is mandatory, you don't get any of your history. So as soon as you kick in and start it, it's like you're starting fresh. So why not launch a competitor right now? Then you can run them in tandem or run one and just switch to Microsoft. Um, neither are yeah, I've already said my piece about each company. But I mean, these are options. They are free. Um, again, I'm 100% assuming that because uh, I, I didn't read more about the article, but it is a competitor to Google Analytics, so it must be. And uh, you know, time will tell to see how well it works. Right now, Microsoft is, uh, we'll get into that in a second, but is definitely um, bigger in AI. Uh, uh, purposeful use of term. So they are, you know, probably going to be building that into it. And that's going to be pretty fascinating to see. It is data analytics for the era of AI, which is a key point to make. All right, let's jump into some SEO news and talk about how uh, uh, Bing and Google are, well, measuring sizes. Um, mine's bigger than yours, says Bing. Um, so Essentially, someone said that BARD, that's Google's AI system, um, is faster. In fact, lightning speed faster, like way, way faster. Um, well, Bing's Mikhail Parakin said it's smaller, and that's why. Poor Google, fast and small. Sad day. <laughs> I, I have so... I At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, 
and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. I have so many comments I want to I say know. aloud. I, I, trust it, me, I did too. Yeah, um, if it was just the two of us having a beer, oh, I, we could go on for a while. But I, you know, keep it family friendly for all the kids listening to us right now. Oh, God help them. Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyway, um, it, it, apparently it's very true. Apparently Bar has a, a smaller footprint versus Bing's, which makes it. A little slower to run, which, hey, if you're going to get better results, then that's good. I mean, speed in this case, <laughs> there's just so many. Anyway, <laughs> I can't go there. So anyway, no. um, if it's faster, but the results aren't that good, what well, matters? But if they're both giving good results, but BART is faster, who cares how big it is? <laughs> I can't go on anymore. All right, moving on. <laughs> um I think you should go on. No. Just 10 seconds of inappropriate comments. Go. No, okay. Maybe not. Uh, all right. Let's switch this up. So um, go for it. Yeah. So this is just a small little thing. It, it will probably affect none of you, but I'm going to mention it anyways. So Google is now, oh, I got a typo. That's not like me. Google is now treating a .ai domains as a generic top-level domain. So uh, .ai is Anguilla. I think that's how you pronounce it, like, like the country. And so it's yeah. like a Anguilla, Anguilla, Anguilla. Yeah, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, a .ai is their CCTLD, which is their country code top-level domain, simple, similar to uh, .cn, .ru, .ca, um, specific to their country. But what we found is a lot of tech companies are using .ai as a generic uh, top-level domain for you know an AI company or whatever, any kind of tech. Uh, we actually have a client currently who uses .ai and and they used it because it made sense, even though it doesn't make sense. I don't know at the same time because it was country specific. So, but now Google has decided that these are going to be considered and treated by Google as generic. 
So what this means is if you already have a .ai domain or you're thinking about getting one, go for it. It'll be generic and you can use it for whatever you want. Um, if you have a, a business that is specifically targeted to Anguilla, maybe, or if you say it, um, then it might affect you. It might make it a little bit more difficult to rank for those local-based searches. However, uh, Gary over at Google has actually said that very few people are doing that anyways in that country. So it, it's a very small subset of people that will be affected by this. And um, and even those, I'm sure it'll be fine. So just an interesting bit. If you were wondering about, should I get a .ai because of the CCTLD? Well, now you don't have to worry about that. If, if it suits your business needs, go for it. Whoa. Okay. Just out of curiosity, I went and yeah. looked to see what .ai's cost. Oh, okay. I, I obviously I look because so, I was suspicious to see whether or not someone was capitalizing on us because well, capitalism capitalizing. Yeah. <laughs> um, dot AI is a hundred and eight dollars Canadian a year, um, or retail is one hundred and twenty-two dollars a year for that domain. One twenty-two. Jeez, what are dot coms going for these days? Are we still under twenty bucks, or has it come over oh, that? Oh, way under. Well, it's still, through, yeah. I've it's been a while. I count it name cheap, and I've got a lot of domains, so I get it quite cheap. I think it's eight bucks or something. But mm. um, yeah, I think the most I've seen clients pay. Well, that's not true. Uh, I, if you go through uh, Network Solutions, you're, you'll sell your newborn for a .dot com. It's ridiculous, but um, I think on average they're the most twenty dollars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if you're paying more than that, oh my lord, switch. Go to something like Namecheap. I no, they don't have the best customer service I've experienced, but um, the price of domains and their system's pretty simple. You don't really need to discuss anything with customer service. Is dirt cheap. I mean, it's just amazing. It's easy to use. It's just great. Um, highly recommend it. And I switched from GoDaddy over a decade ago and uh, never looked back. It's just so much easier to use and so much more affordable. Anyway, uh, my non-affiliate pitch for Namecheap, but Wow, dot AIs. Well, bucks. our other company, um, uh, uh, the other company I'm, I'm co-owner of, first dot dentist. So that's the actual uh, the domain dot dentist. Um, that's more than that. I think. I think it's close to a couple hundred a year. I mean, it's a lot. Uh, so, you know, it, anything that's a little fancy, you're going to pay more for. You know, it is a lot. And when I think a couple hundred, that does sound like a lot. But if you really break it down as a, an annual business expense in yeah. the big picture, I mean, if you're just a guy person, if you're just a person and you've got a hobby website that you don't make any money off of, well, then it's definitely a lot. But for a business, it, it, if a $200 domain a year, $200 a year domain breaks you, you you've got other problems. Actually, no, Doc Dentist has gone down to, and this is Canadian, $71. Oh, no, 69 hmm. bucks. A year. Jeez. They got 140 bucks to play with. Buy candy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So I need to go on to dentist. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so Google, uh, next up here. Uh, this is another one from the search engine roundtable. Uh Google is asking or suggesting to uh adult websites that they allow the Google bot to bypass their age gate. It's a lot. To unpack there and really not important to anyone here, but um, it's essentially an update to its safe search adult content filter. Um, and it's their documentation on how to work with it. And they're telling adult content owners who have to make people 
confirm that they are over a certain age before they can see any of the content. Well, they need to let Google through and there's a new path and experience for doing that. Whoopie, whoopie do whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I originally thought this, I wasn't going to put this in because my first thought was talking about adult content, you know, you immediately go to porn, you think about porn. But then I was thinking, I, I went to a website not long ago, researching a certain uh, whiskey or something, and they had an age gate on this website for alcohol. Um, if you have, especially now that cannabis is legal in all kinds of places, a lot of those cannabis websites are going to have age gates to get through to. Um, so there are other, there is other adult content that isn't sexual of nature that this may apply to. And when I thought about that, I thought, well, this might apply to some listeners because there might be somebody out there you know, in the cannabis space or alcohol or, you know, gambling. I mean, gambling is, again, a bit of a, that's a Not tough that one. But This is abnormal, but I, I was just in the gutter thanks to Bing and Google's size fight. Um, it, so it just fit right in. It did. <laughs> oh, dear. Not going there either. Okay, so um, right into the Mueller files. Uh, why don't you take this one, too? You put that on there. Yeah, yeah. So about six years ago, Google started mobile indexing or mobile first indexing. I can't believe that was six years ago. I feel like it was just a couple of years ago, but it mattered. But six years ago, and they did it in batches, and it just kept going on and on and on and on and on. And late last year, they said, oh, yeah, the last batch is going to be in July. And then, no, now it's going to be in August. Now it's going to be in November. Well, finally, it's happened. The final batch is done. And according to John Mueller, last batch, tiny handful of sites that really don't work on mobile are left. They'll just be crawled with desktop Googlebot going forward. So if you do not see in Google Search Console that uh, Googlebot smartphone is your crawler, you potentially have big problems because that means Google thinks the only sites that aren't being crawled by Googlebot uh, mobile now or that mo aren't mobile first are those that simply don't work on mobile. And that doesn't mean you have a site structured for desktop that looks bad on mobile it means it just doesn't work period it doesn't work at all yeah. so if your site is still being crawled by desktop you've got big problems and check your mobile status for your your site because something bad is happening and if it works great on mobile and for whatever reason google is saying that you are uh, still on desktop um I don't know what you would do. There's got to be a way to file a report. Contact John Mueller directly on Twitter. I don't know, get the conversation going because mm -hmm. if you actually don't have a problem and this happens, um, I mean, I'm sure we'll hear about it from somebody, but uh, I don't know what that means right now. That could be bad. So so that's kind of cool. It only took six years for him to roll that out. And you have a helpful little tip here. Oh, I do have a tip. Where's my tip? How to check. Oh, yeah, right. Of course. Uh, yeah. So if, if you want to make sure that your site is mobile first, here's how you check it. It's pretty straightforward. Uh, log into Google Search Console. You should have that set up already. If you don't, do that. What's <laughs> um, your in Search Console? At the bottom left hand, on the bottom of the left hand navigation, you'll find settings. Click on settings and then scroll down to the about heading and you will see it'll say indexing crawler and it should say Googlebot smartphone uh, along with the date that the switch was actually made. Um, if you don't, if you see Googlebot desktop, like I said, now you've got issues, you've got to, you've got to research that and see what's going on, but you should see the smartphone, Googlebot smartphone. All right. Awesome. And now for the first time in quite a while, local SEO, but before we jump into that, Let's take a quick break. I'm so evil, I know. We'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WMR.FM, hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company senior SEO, Scott Fennack. All right. And I, I do want to note that, uh, remember all that we do have a show notes newsletter you can sign up for at SEO101radio.com. Uh, that's where we put all our notes, all our links, and uh, it's a great way to, to find something that you just can't quite remember from the show and you want to go and check out. Very helpful. Um, we also, and someone actually noted this today that they were happy we mentioned in the last, uh, or actually in episode 459, we do have that Facebook group. Um, just go to Facebook, type in SEO 101 podcast, and you'll be able to find it and apply to access it. It's very simple. And we let just about anyone in, um, but we just want to make sure that uh, uh, you you know that's there and you can ask questions as you wish. All just right, about cool. anyone. When do I get in then? Uh, let me in? No. Yeah, we'll talk Somebody. about it later. Okay, uh, <laughs> so for local SEO, uh, there's a, a really good article um, written by Andrew Shotland at Search Engine Journal. Uh, the article is about local landing pages, a strategy for ranking local search terms. It's a long article. It's a really good little comprehensive uh, guide, I guess you'd call it. Uh, just a few takeaways. First of all, if well, I guess first of all, we should talk about what are, what are we talking about here. So, if you are in a specific area, there's different types of businesses. There's service area businesses, and there's ones uh, businesses who have a uh, bricks and mortar location. Um, those are to handle slightly differently, and they do discuss that. But essentially, you want to be found in your area, and perhaps you have um, either you're doing business in another area or even location there, and you want to be found there. Well, if you're all if all of these places are pointing to one website, it's best to have specific pages that are dedicated to those areas you want to be found in. And these are what we call local landing pages. And how you build them is very important. There's a lot of garbage out there, very thin pages that just pretty much say the same thing. Like say you want to be found in numerous cities in your area. If you were a service area business and you just copied and pasted the same uh content well it just doesn't look good and it's so obvious to google this is pretty much garbage pages they're, they're just not going to work for you you need to have unique content you need to have a reason for them to exist not just to get people's attention because heck if there was just to get people's attention they went to that page and it was that thin they probably wouldn't do anything with it anyway uh you need to make, have a call to action a whole bunch of different things you need to make sure there's some value to it and that's the key here. And uh, that's a big portion of this article 
add value to the page. Don't just use the same copy. Um, add booking options. Note relevant nearby landmarks, you know, such as airports, museums, aquariums, whatever. Because people say might say, uh, oh, your hotel, hotel near airport, or uh, hotel near museum, or uh, rental car rental near aquarium, whatever. Uh, link to your nearby location. So if you have, if you're a multi-location businesses, you, a business, and you've got one nearby as well, link to that. Say here, or if you're closer, here's our other location. Anyway, all these have merit and they're all discussed. It's, uh, again, a significant portion of the article. Now, a couple other takeaways I thought was really, really good points. One is that you don't need a local landing page for a query with, lo with low local intent. Now, let's unpack that quickly. It's very simple. Um, the, the thing is, when you're considering which pages to create um, for, let's say, if you're a service area of business, you you want to be found in different areas um, and under different terms, uh, first make sure that those terms or those queries actually have a local pack showing up. If Google doesn't determine it as a, a, a local search, why create a local landing page for it? There's no point uh, because those are really dedicated to Google business profiles. They're meant to support that. Um, or they're meant to drag in business from those areas. And if Google doesn't consider local, that's just likely not to work. There are probably are instances where, okay, I won't get into the, the weeds here, but there's probably instances where service area business pages could still have merit in those situations. But in general, if the query has low local intent, no, no local results in it, don't create a landing page for it. And you can save yourself some time and money. Next is that thin content location pages, those ones we mentioned at the beginning, where really just don't offer any value. They can result in a Google manual action. What does that mean? Well, in Google Search Console, you might find uh, a penalty of sorts from Google saying, hey, this is not cool. Deal with this and request a review once you've fixed it. And that can have a very significant impact on your, a uh, negative impact on your rankings. Uh, you get a lot of other tips. Um, one of them, of course, is that if you have a Google business profile, um, this is something we've been doing for years and well, a lot of this is we have, but in the Google business profile, if it's for uh, X city, make sure that it is linking the page that it links to from there on your website is the landing page for X city. That relevance, that connection will help you when you... Um, you know, you may want to test if that page doesn't have as much cloud as your homepage for that particular search. You may want to switch it and see whether or not which one or see which one will actually improve your rankings. Um, there's always testing involved, but that was a, a, a good tip. And there's a lot more. It was a really good, re good, good read. So thank you, Andrew, for that. And uh, highly recommend it to anyone with a local business. Okay. Sweet. We have a tip on using chat GPT for code generation. This is cool yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, so I've seen a lot of articles lately where they're talking about advanced keyword research and advanced this and advanced that using AI and chat GPT and what have you. And they're all pretty advanced. You know, They're really intense and probably beyond the scope of this show. But then I had an example this week, I think it was on Monday or Tuesday, that uh, I thought this actually kind of fits and it's easy and anybody can do it. So... I had a, a client page. They put up a new FAQ page 
and it had a dozen or so questions and answers. And I needed to add the FAQ page markup to that page. And so originally what I would do is I would go into, this is a while back now, a text document where I had a uh, uh, basically a shell for an FAQ page markup and I'd copy oh. and paste everything in. FAQ to... means frequently asked questions page. Just, <laughs> just yes. in there for our poor listeners sometimes. Sorry, I, I try to skip over that stuff sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, so you've got your questions page. I would go in and I would have a text document with a shell with all the code that you need for the JSON LD markup. And I would paste everything in and, and do it. And that would work fine. And then, you know, along came all these automated tools where you can go and you just paste it into a form. It spits out the code easy. Well, this is even easier. I thought, well, why don't I try chat GPT? And so I did. And I said, tried the first one. I said, please create. And yes, I did actually say, please. So I must be Canadian for saying please to a bot. I said, please create FAQ page markup for the questions on the following URL. And I listed the URL. And uh, the first one was a fail. Instead of giving me the code that I needed, it generated proper JSON LD markup, structured markup, FAQ page code, but didn't use the questions and answers from the page. It made up its own questions and answers. <laughs> so I was like, at first, like, oh, this is this is going great. Okay, it worked really quick. It was good. And I looked like these aren't the same questions. And most of them are relevant and good, but they weren't the questions on the page. So I was like, okay, well, not quite what I want. Okay, so let's try again. So then I tried, I said, please create an FAQ page markup for the following questions. And I just pasted all the questions and answers right into the prompt. And so this was great. This was this got me a lot closer. But instead of using the JSON-LD code, it wrapped everything up in microdata markup, which is a form of markup, but it's different. It's not what I wanted. So I thought, okay, well, I guess I need to be more specific, even though the time I tried before, it used the right type of markup. So I don't know. So then I asked, finally, I said, please create FAQ page JSON-LD markup for the following questions, pasted them in, and yeah, it crashed. And then it crashed again, and then it crashed again. It just kept crashing. <laughs> it wouldn't work. I'm like, this is stupid. I was about to give up, and I tried one more time, maybe the fourth try. I don't even know, third or fourth, maybe even the fifth try. And it worked. It spat out all the code, it, it, the big block of code, and it was perfect. It was like only one issue. It didn't... Uh, so structured markup like this for JSON-LD starts with a script. It, it's, it's within a script tag and a closing script at the bottom. It didn't include that. So I had to add that manually. Uh, but it gave me the code I needed, pasted on the site, everything validated perfectly. And, you know, next time it'll be faster. This time I had a few errors, but even still, it was quicker than doing a manual copy and paste of one Q&A over and over and over again. So, you know, that's just one quick example. If you are a website owner and you put up an FAQ page, you can get the code without knowing code. Uh, <laughs> just make sure you run it through a validator. Uh, do a, just do a search for um, structured markup validator. You'll see the schema.org validator or the uh, uh, Google's rich results test. Uh, those will both work. There's lots of others as well. Just make sure it works before you post it onto your website. And uh, cool. you can use this with all kinds of other code markup as well. But this is just one easy example. Yeah, as long as you don't mind things crashing all the time. Yeah, yeah. well, it, just, it was like generate, generating content <laughs> and then it would just stop. It would just stop and like, okay, is it going to keep going? And no, it didn't go. Were you using so, our paid account? No, I was just using a, a regular chat GPT at OpenAI. Okay. Because we have a, yeah. chat, a paid OpenAI account. You can try that and see whether it doesn't break. Oh, and it I didn't know that. You access to GPT-4 as well. What? Okay. I need to do that. <laughs> see what happens. Apparently, apparently I've been sleepy. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, 
I'm always adding things and forgetting to say, tell everyone. Anywho, <laughs> on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing and my company senior SEO, Scott Vanak, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions, remember to share them on our Facebook group, easily found by searching SEO 101 Podcast on Facebook. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes, which air twice a month on WMR.fm. Great. Thanks for listening, everybody. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.